everybody. Welcome back to The Shrine. This is episode two. My name is Matt Shiner, and this week we are looking at a different kind of turn of an episode. When, you know, last time we had the whole coronavirus and college campuses and everything like that, wasn't necessarily a Debbie Downer, but it was definitely some news and people, I know, I know some people enjoyed it and I liked it too. But we're going to mix it up a little bit this week and because midterms have just rolled around for all these semester schools out there and my school especially wazoo um some people you know have some tough times lately so we're going to talk about a little bit of motivation a little bit of uh kind of inspiration here today on this episode and we're going to get it going and so we're going to talk a little bit about that we're going to talk a little bit about relationships more friendships so otherwise um yeah so stay tuned Welcome back, everybody. This is the Shrine episode two, and I like to kick it off to start talking about midterms in college in general. So today is Thursday, October fifteenth, and we just got news released this morning from Lee Washington State University from our president Kirk Schultz that a few things are happening. So our winter break got pushed to January nineteenth. If you didn't hear that, so we're gonna have a very long winter break. It seems like most of December and then all the way halfway through into January and we're going to start the day after Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. So we don't have a three weekend in the start of the semester for once. And it kind of, kind of sucks a little bit. I was thinking about going snowboarding, but we'll see. Still might go snowboarding. But anyways, there's that. And they also, they released how we are doing more distance learning for the most part, I guess. So I guess that means online still. I know they're going to open up some more things here and there, but um, yeah, I guess it's a, I'm not shocked. I mean, I just kind of hoped for the better, but I know, especially right now, it's kind of tough for people. I know a lot of people will just take midterms. Um, we're halfway through the semester. I mean, it's kind of weird how it just kind of all hit, you know? Literally, I felt like last week was my friend Trent Doy's birthday, but now <laughs> now it's October 15th. We're halfway through the month. I'm trying to grow out my gardener stash for Halloween, and I'm just like, wow, time's flying by. And I know... I had a lot of tests. I know my friend M had a lot of tests. Where's everybody just getting a little stressed out here and there? So I'm talking about a little bit of motivation, and so we're just gonna keep you motivated and keep you through this. I just want to let everybody know: keep your heads up and chin up. Uh, just look forward. Okay, I know some of these midterms have been tough, and some of them actually been easier because of online school and we have the honor code and everything like that. But you know, online tests that are not proctored, there's resources open. So, uh, I know you just got to keep your head up. You just got to keep on pushing forward. It's um, never fun to do midterms. And then especially this year, it's been very different with the whole coronavirus. And, you know, I'm literally sitting next to my bed here. We're taking my midterms just right when I get up out of bed at 9 a.m. sometimes. And just, um, it's a different experience for sure. And I know some people are getting more used to it. And it looks like we're going to have to get used to it for next semester, I guess. It seems like. Which, um, honestly, I'm trying to find the, I'm trying to help people find the light in things. And I've kind of just reflected on my 2020 year, and I've found quite a bit of light in things, honestly. Um, the beginning of year 2020, um, March, it was kind of rough because, you know, we were at the end of the, um, getting into spring break, and WCU announces right when we were in spring break saying, oh, uh, yeah, coronavirus hit, and uh, we are not coming back to campus right after spring break, so please stay home. And I was like, well, shoot, I already have work in Poland for half the spring semester, or spring break, and 
I was like, well, I don't know what to do. So me and my roommate Richard at the time, we stayed um, in Pullman for another two, three weeks before WC said, hey, if you move out before April, then we'll give you some more. We'll give you your rent back for the last month that you're supposed to be here on your lease. So I was like, okay, well, it's no brainer. We're trying to save money. So we moved out, sadly, moved back home. Not sadly at the same time because I got to go home, see my mom, and life was good again. And then I had another light. And I was like, oh, Camp Reed. Probably one of the most happiest places on earth. Um, it was coming back and everything like that. And like that, we were planning on doing it. I was signed up. We are doing training. I was like, man, this year's going to be a lot better if I just go to camp. And then camp got canceled. You know, the more you look at it, things just keep on getting canceled and canceled and everything like that. But you need to find the light in things, like I keep on saying. And so what I found the light in things is with camp getting canceled, I was jobless for the summer. But the two summers before that, I had no times with some of my best friends that I never got, didn't see the last two summers because I was at Wazoo and I was working in the summer. And I didn't get to see half of them. So I got to spend a lot of time with friends, you know, social distancing. We were doing our thing and it was a really good summer. And we, we did trips, we went camping, fishing. And it was like, it was such a good time. Uh, Richard came up from Yakima one time and we had a great time on the weekend in Spokane and it was just really fun. So we had a really good time, and I started to slowly see the light in things. So I built more relationships back, I guess, making them stronger. And it was also during this time I started to reach out to more people, and I definitely encourage to do that is just to start reaching out to people because it could be that friend from, like, seventh grade that you haven't talked to in forever. You don't know what their life is going through. You never know. So it's just, like, it's a good time to reach out to people, in my opinion. And it's not the time to start cutting relationships because – Talking about a little bit of mental health in a way, it's it's a harder time. A lot of people are, you know, a lot of people are actually doing their part and staying social distancing and staying quarantined in their homes. It can take a mental toll on you. And I know a lot of friends out there that I've not talked to in a while. And you just need to keep those relationships. I'm not saying like you need to text them every single day or like every single week. Just like every once in a while, I'll be like, hey, how you doing? Like, you know. And it's not always. You put the effort in. I know it seems endless. I've talked to a lot of people about this, about putting effort in with certain people. And sometimes there's those people like me, especially. I'm not saying I'm not saying my other friends don't do this either, but I put in a lot of effort to almost all my friendships that I can do. And sometimes it doesn't feel like it's reciprocated. And so I'm just telling people out there that, you know, don't always expect a person to just automatically put effort back into a relationship that you're putting all your effort into. It's not going to be that way. Life's unfair and world's unfair. So it's just going to be the fact that, you know, as long as you keep on putting your effort in, then hopefully, hopefully that person's going to put an effort back. But there's a time where it's too much and they're just not getting an effort and it just seems one way completely. Sometimes it's okay to kind of give up on that relationship. And it seems like it sucks sometimes because, like, you're good friends. You had good memories with them. But honestly, for you, is it worth just sitting there? Like, it doesn't feel like a friendship at that point. It just seems like you're talking to nobody almost sometimes. And if it's bettering you in your life just by cutting the loose ends, then sometimes it's necessary to take that step. But I don't want you to give up on people at the same time. You just need to find out what's better for you. If it's taking a mental toll on you where you're saying, oh, I'm putting in this effort every single time for people, then just cut the relationships, cut the ties. It's not worth all your time and all your money and all your thoughts just to keep this relationship going with somebody. 
you just need you need to know the fine line. And sadly, I can't tell you the fine line. It is different for every single person. For me, I still fall victim to trying to keep relationships and putting in almost a lot of effort. Um, I just I'm not that person like most of us. We don't like change, and so it's just very different that way. And so you just gotta like you gotta know your limits. And there's a point where you're just like, man, I've been talking to this person forever. And then just like it doesn't seem like they ever want to text me or they don't ever want to reach out to me. And you're choosing that person over the time that you could be spending either doing homework or um, doing other things. But they're not putting that effort back into you. It's okay to cut loose ends. And maybe maybe cutting that loose end will help them realize like, oh, my gosh, I wasn't talking to this person. Now they're not talking to me. Now I feel lonely. (laughs) Maybe not those in order, but the fact that they will come back. That, but here's the thing. You cannot rely on them coming back at all. You got to let them do what they want to do. You got to hear them out. And just, you can't control everybody. And you can't control relationships. You're feeling towards the person. They can't feel the same back. You just never know. So as much as I'm saying to cut loose ends, I also really try to encourage to keep forth the effort. And that's why I'm kind of talking about this today is because the Camp Read auction was this week and still bid today on Thursday. And it's those values that I've learned at Camp Read that I've, I've taken with me forever. And I was listening to my friend uh, Thermo who posted a video, who was on a video for Camp Read's Instagram. And he was saying how he didn't understand the whole theory of it's the best for the longest time while he was a kid. Because obviously it's the best to be at Camp Read. It's a great environment. It's 555 acres are just pure magical uh, experience, but it's the best is keeping that positive attitude and you don't want to be negative. And I'm trying to, we all need to find the light in this pandemic. You need to keep the positive and try to and keep the negative away. And sometimes you can't always just get rid of the negative. It will be there. You're just going to have to try to push forward, keep your head up, chin up, push forward keep that inspiration going. Okay, I know I get a little off topic there. It's coming back to the whole deal of relationships in general. I want to leave you with this. Put forth the effort to keep relationships until that effort affects you negatively. If it's not worth your time and you're spending your time putting an effort when you could be putting your time into other friends who put effort back into you or your time doing homework or work or anything like that that's when you can start to cut ties because if it's negatively affecting you to keep putting in effort in relationships in general it's not worth your time you need to have a positive positive life and you have people that surround you with positivity as well and that's why now I'm going to talk about Camp Read a little bit. Um, so today is the last day of the Camp Read auction. I know, um, actually, no, it's not the last day. So up until October 17th, I just want to talk a little bit about that just because it's just something very important to my life in general. And it's something that's very good for uh, just the overall uh, community of Spokane and even further greater Spokane. There's people that literally come across the world to come to Camp Re before. We have a Japanese program where we have a week where Jap- literally Japanese students stay with host families and they come experience Camp Re magic. And even the people from Spokane, all the other campers there, they experience some of the Japanese culture. They do sh- Sometimes they do a show for us at the end of the week usually. 
Um, we learned Japanese. We have something in uh, Campri that we call a one-two, but we have an Ichini for there. So we're mixing cultures a little bit. We are just, um, it's a really good time. And the Camp Read Auction is not just about different cultures, different kids. It's about those kids that are in low-income environments, kids that are in high-income environments, everything. And the Camp Read Auction has been a significant source of fundraising for camp since 2002. Um, we have local heroes that have raised over $1.4 million since 2002. And we have about 3,000 low-income kids to camp on scholarships because not everybody can afford it. And I really think that camp is something that every single kid should try to experience because it's, I didn't know anything about it until my friend Griffin told me about it one time. And then literally that one year I've gone to camp every single, every single year since, except one year after I was a counselor, I did not do it for one summer and I regretted it. And I came back right next to the next summer. Um, it's really important. Even if you can donate a little bit of money to this, this is helping our next generation of kids. And the reason I would say it's helping the next generation of kids, because I know kids learn a lot in the classroom, in schools, but the experience of Camp Breed itself is more than just the educational purpose of life. It's giving you the greater moral values to live life. And that's why I was talking about Thermo, or my friend talking about it's the best it's literally what we say where we get there it's on our signs it's on our shirts it's everywhere because having that it's the best attitude is something that will carry on with you for a lifetime and let me tell you i've had some hardships in my life for sure like we all have and that those words it's the best has legit just carried my life and so i really want the next generation of kids to experience that and i want them to have that positive attitude so if you can please Go check out the YMC Camp Read Auction. That'd be great. Um, it's helping so much. It's not only helping scholarship kids, helping uh, pay for camp, some some um, things around camp, and just making their experience more fun. And if you've never seen Camp Read, I definitely encourage it. It's above North Spokane uh, at Fan Lake. Um, it's not always open to the public, but there's some programs that you can sign up and do and see it, and you can hike around some public um, areas. Really really amazing place and just, I think every kid should experience it and that's why I kind of talk about motivation today because that place has inspired me to do more than just be myself be play my role as a human in this world I have definitely even from my um last year as a camper uh from there on I just like I had a whole different outlook even in school I know you have different people in school that have like, you know, these different social groups and everything like that. But after going to camp, I like all that got eliminated for me. I started talking to people like they're just a normal human being. Uh, we all have those implicit biases just in general about, especially in school and high school, but literally camp made me eliminate all those social biases. I talk to everybody and everybody that I can, and it makes me more extroverted in a way because I used to be an introverted little kid. So it's just, Camp Read is such a big thing to me. I know it's not big to everybody, but if you can, you're helping other people by donating. And so I just really want that positivity to spread around the world. And besides Disney World, well, Disney World isn't, but it's the happiest place on earth at YMC Camp Read. Please go donate out there. And I know that sounds like a big ad read. I promise you it's not. I truly just believe in the power of Camp Read from the bottom of my heart. It's helped me for 12 plus years and still going. I'm literally wearing an I Am a Happy Camper t-shirt right now because it's just one of the 100 shirts I get. 
and it's just it truly is an amazing experience. I really think our next generation of kids, every single child, even adults, should go experience the five five five, the happiest place on earth. So, kind of transitioning about Campry into something that also has to do with Campry a little bit is uh, heroes and people that inspire us and people are like our leaders in this world. Uh, I know for the heroes at Camp Reed, definitely the counselors out there, our boss tells us that every day. Um, I literally see kids around Spokane that are just like, oh my gosh, Minotaur. Like, and it's just, it brings happiness to my face. I could be eating dinner at Tomato Street, the best uh, Italian Spokane, by the way. Um, and literally kids just popping behind my booth saying, Minotaur. And sometimes I feel bad because I don't remember all the names because I get hundreds of campers every summer. But it just makes you feel happy because you made an impact on those kids' lives. And I guess it feels good to, I I don't know, I've definitely had kids tell me that they look up to me, and I'm being a an example for the next generation, and I'm trying to make sure those kids grow up nice and have a good life, and trying to keep that positive attitude by implying those, it's the best attitude, nothing like that. And it's really cool just to see kids that just like recognize me and they're like, oh my gosh, it's Minotaur. Like, he's so cool. I've literally had that. I never like really experienced that until I went to camp as a counselor. And talking about heroes, my, my hero, that's not my mom or parents, just not like, not a personal hero, but somebody that I look up to, not idolize. I don't never say idolize anybody, but a man's name, Russell Wilson. I've been listening to his podcast lately. I always listen to his podcast and he just recorded an episode with two of my favorite two of my favorite sports heroes of all time. Russell Wilson was there, obviously my number one sports hero of all time right now, and Ken Griffey Jr., the kid, uh, just literally such an amazing uh, episode of Danger Talk. Definitely recommend go listen to it. Literally, Russell Wilson and Ken Griffey Jr. are my two favorite jerseys I have in my closet. I'm my first two jerseys ever as well, and literally just like, I was just in awe of this whole entire episode. And one thing that um, really stuck with me that Ken Griffey Jr. said during this interview was the fact that he said, uh, don't imitate other people. You be you. So don't try to model your game like somebody else. Basically, it was that he's saying because his dad told him that, uh, Ken Griffey Sr. He told him, don't you dare imitate anybody else. You be you. So you need to grow up doing your own style. So it's cool to look up to people. It's cool to, um, you know, like kind of look up to people like that. I really look up to Russell Wilson. He gives so much back to the environment, not the environment, but the community. And so does a bunch of other athletes. But Russell Wilson is truly amazing from the kind of his heart. He does it. He goes in. He does his own work. He's literally created his own quarterback style. And Ken Griffey Jr., literally probably – arguably the greatest of all time in baseball. He made his own style. He changed the league. He's like the Michael Jordan of the MLB, MLB that I personally say that. And you just, they did it with their own style. And they didn't, they didn't go in there and being like, oh, I'm going to be like Pete Rose. I'm going to be like Babe Ruth. And Russell Wilson was like, oh, I'm going to be like Terry Bradshaw or anything like that. He's going in, they're playing their own style, and they're making a name for themselves. And that's why also Ken Griffey is saying about leaving a legacy is leaving a place better than it was before. And Ken Griffey Jr. left Seattle, making it a more notable city, known for the kid, known for swingman, and he left a legacy in Seattle. And Russell Wilson's doing the same thing right now as we speak on a 5-0 tramp to the Super Bowl. 
hopefully, knock on wood. Um, but just being your own person is so huge. Don't try to be other people. You can maybe take ideas from other people and kind of incorporate it into your life, but don't just follow somebody. Don't be somebody else. Be yourself. Don't pretend to be somebody else. And that's why I want to like to talk about my personal heroes. My mom is in my life. She's done a lot in her life. Um, when she was young, she kind of built her own life herself. Like growing up, she was always taking care of herself as well. My nana helped as well, but she made a name for herself. She worked so hard. She went to college. She got her degree, and she worked her way up to 20 years of the same business for so long. And she's one of my personal heroes I like to look up to because she's never asking for credibility from somebody else. She's always taking responsibility. She's always work, 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 work. Literally a workaholic, and I make fun of her for that all the time. But like, I understand that her workaholic uh, tendencies are to help me with my life. She's helped me have a nice home and everything like that, helping me go to college, stuff like that, and it's helped quite a bit, and I just really appreciate my mom for that. So I want you to go out and think about your heroes and just think what how they've impacted your life, but I don't want you to go look at your heroes, like your parents or anything like that, or maybe a celebrity hero that you look up to. I want you to recognize them, see what they did to get there, and not take those paths but incorporate those ideas into making your own path is what I'm trying to say. And it's huge to just make your own path. You're not going to follow a huge trail. Sometimes, like my stepdad Chad says, he goes off trails just to find elk sheds. And that's when you find elk sheds is off the trail, not on the trail, half the time. So you're trying to go off, make your own trail, and you're trying to find your own elk sheds, find your, find your path, and that's the way to go. You you need to do you in your own way. Don't follow somebody else. Be yourself, but look up to those heroes and kind of use them as a model, not necessarily to follow the model, but as an inspiration to get back up there. All right, last but certainly not least, we're going to wrap it up a little bit with the quote of the day, a random quote of the day on my phone every single day. And ironically, this one fits the episode really well. So the quote of the day is, your hardest times often lead to the greatest moments of your life. Keep the faith. It would all be worth it in the end. Keep that faith. That's what I want to say. And I know I called it the light. You need to find the light in things. And I want to incorporate that. It's the best attitude from Camp Reed. It's finding the light in things. I know 2020 seems like a big meme, seems like a joke. It's been really rough. And I know there is positive things out there that every single one of you experienced this year. Despite, I know a lot of you guys might think that, oh, 2020 has been the worst year of my life. Don't think about that. Say, oh, yeah, I've had some hardships. But learn from those hardships and find the things that are positive this year. I found things that are positive here. I've literally had such a rough time this year. I know that. and But I'm trying to stay positive. I'm doing this podcast to keep me positive. And I want you guys to do that. So to wrap it up, I want to leave you guys with this. First of all, school, keep grinding, keep your head up, get those midterms done. Let's finish the semester strong, even though we might be online next semester pretty much. Uh, keep positive. We're going to make it through. We're almost done with that semester. Let's keep it going. As far as relationships go, keep putting in that effort with people until that effort affects you negatively. 
I don't want you to have that negative energy. If people aren't putting in effort in your relationships that you're putting effort in back, then that's a waste of your time. Go find that time to do other things. Put into relationships that people are giving effort in. Keep your time towards that. Keep your time towards homework. Keep your time towards work. And find maybe other activities that you wanted to do. Like this. Like I'm doing this podcast. And then also I'd like to say to uh, thank you Camp Reed. I love you guys. I miss my Camp Reed fam so much. Please go look at the Camp Reed auction. It ends October 17th. Uh, last two days if you don't listen to this before then then uh just take a look at camp Reed in general go look at what many things they've done maybe if you can get a chance go to the 555 on some programs or maybe a, a little hike um yeah and finally look to your leaders look to your heroes not as models for your life as inspiration um motivate you i know russell wilson's one guy i look up to huge same with ken griffey jr and I love Ken Griffey Jr. says, don't imitate somebody else. Be yourself. Don't go on a trail. Find your own trail. Make your own trail. Make your own life. Be yourself. Keep that it's the past attitude at all times. Thank you for listening to this podcast, everybody. Episode 2 of The Shrine. I will see you back here on Episode 3. Thank you. Also, one last thing I'd like to say, me and my roommate, best friend, Richard Howard, are starting a new podcast called Something Unfiltered. Go check it out. Episodes going to be dropping soon. Thank you.